Hi everyone. I hope this has synced it up really good because welcome to the Story Bazaar, aka Road to Redemption. I didn't get too I didn't get too deep into that microphone, but there is a lot of sound from the clapping and being angry at Jeremy. So I do apologize if you have to hear all of that, Tyler. I'm sorry for your ears. Welcome. Uh, nothing too crazy. Say hi, boys. Hi, I, I kind of want to jump right into things if you don't. Let's if you do don't it. Mind. Let's, let's do it. Right I'm excited. I am excited. <laughs> all right. We open on a serene visage of a proud and slumbering city of redemption, a shining monument in its own right to the ideals of camaraderie, hope, and togetherness. Though this peace would soon be swept up in a swell of building tensions as our vision is taken to the farmhouse, residence of Mr. Patrick Stump, and also home to the most prominent guild hall, the Hands of Progress. An explosion rings out, rocking the side of the building as purple flames and smoke begin to billow out. Four figures can be seen fleeing on the backs of two massive blue and gold beetles with a covered metal wagon with tarps hastily thrown over a large object. As the beasts go tear-assing away from the scene, lightly armored figures giving chase atop what can only be described as mower bikes. The two parties venture before disappearing into the wilds. We then time skip because, ooh, tension, ooh, suspense. I love it. By by mower bike, do you mean like lawnmowers? One hundred percent, that okay. is correct. Like think of like, think of like a two wheeled motorcycle, but instead of the wheels being sort of like wheels, they're like lawnmower blades that are oh, like yes. causing them to hover oh, above the ground. Okay, cool. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Is yeah. it mo- only used for transportation, or is, is well, it also used that. for landscaping? We, we don't we don't know He's, that much he detail said yet. Can only be described as mm, that. as mower gotcha. bikes. So I don't I'm letting your imagination run wild with yeah. how it's used because Look, right now they're in hot pursuit of two massive beetles mm-hmm. and four figures dragging away some stolen goods. But oh, that's shit. not important right now because we're time skipping. We're gonna take. It's about midday now. Okay. After this, after the tenuous chaos, we're set on a beautiful series of runes and sigils that we follow down, down further throughout the city of Redemption, guiding us downward to the Grand Lift, a large elevator system. But we don't take that lift. We continue following those runes down to where our story begins in the second layer of Ned. If you know what that is at home, you know what I'm talking about. We're at Restuary, a massive fortress built into the side of the literal stone of the never-ending darkness itself, encased and covered in these same sigils and runes that seem to almost act as veins stretching out throughout the many layers of the never-ending darkness, which follow the, we follow those runes inward into the fortress to an ornate stone room with fine and almost a little gaudy for the, the occupant's taste, uh, furnitures like a bed and a desk, and set above the desk are these two light fixtures that glow with a dim blue glow that you notice throughout the entirety of Restuary itself, like a heartbeat or a pulse. It sort of kind of gives a dull dim glow as we pan down to the desk, books and papers strewn about in a very haphazard way as we see Kornoth. What are you, uh, what's Kornoth doing right now at this desk full of books, do you think? Because in my head, I picture he was unconscious, asleep. (laughs) <laughs> oh, because uh, it's like the earth. It's, it's about midday. midday, but clearly a research has been going on. You know, oh, what, yes. do you, what do you think? No, many a night uh, he spends uh, just at his desk researching. He tries to use the history of the world and these books and everything that's gathered to try to pinpoint where he might find the next magical item to return to the tribe it once belonged to to restore the. So you'd say he's probably pretty busy at work still, like probably. 
still uh, researching through the yes. night, would you have said? Oh, yes. No, no, no. He researched yeah, yeah. and then he passed out. I don't think he has like – I don't think it's a system where like they have quotas and stuff, but it's more no, just no, like no. like if you're here, you need to help the cause. And the way he's helping the cause is – just gather information from yeah no restuary like I, I called it a museum this uh restuary is literally the de facto repository and sort of like home for all arcane artifacts and sort of like knowledge about the new world that's going on here like it's it's a it's a library it's a museum it's a city it's like it's all in one you know and as as Kornath has probably taken his like third or fourth nap a large thud onto the desk as a bigger book is thrown down and we notice a, a slightly taller half elven woman in sort of like think like archaeologist or like 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 just work gear kind of like for outdoorsy shit like kind of seems like she's in a hurry she tossed the book and she's like hey oh I How's the uh, how's the research coming? It's going. I'll return the books at the end of the no, day. No, 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 as no, 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 no. Not talking about returning the books. You're fine. Just oh. maybe don't drool on these very old and ancient tomes that are one of a kind, <laughs> irreplaceable. Some would say. And she kind of claps you on the back with a laugh and is like, "Could you? Uh, would you walk with me? I actually have some information for you, not regarding what you are researching, but sort of a a test of sorts." I'm intrigued. And she and she guides you out into the hallway and like as you guys step out into the hallway you can see like everything's sort of set up with like these ladders and like each of the dormitory kind of like staying like staying cells that you're in are like stacked atop one another with like a little shelf to kind of hop off to and get into your own room like but but there's like the, the, they wheel around almost like a library situation so like the the ladders aren't set in stone you know you can mm -hmm. like someone could easily come by with their books that they just came from the library <laughs> hop into their room and send the ladder off it's very cool but that. uh you're not worried about that right now it's as you guys efficient. venture out into the main so hall where you see before you a large a large structure that you've seen before because you've been here it's the well of arc light it is the power source of restuary it's in the most protected area because like all the students, all the staff, everybody's going to be around here. If someone wants to fuck with it, they're going to have to yeah. make a lot of noise. And I really like that. So the living quarters is basically like built around this thing. So it's like, mm -hmm. you are not going to sneak this large thing out. There was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of it even on funnier terms. Like say there was like a phone situation. You're like, Oh, I couldn't charge my phone. Really? The giant battery that's powering everything is right here. You couldn't <laughs> charge your phone, you know? Uh, but to, to describe it in a bit more detail, it's a massive sphere of what seems to be pure arcane energy surrounded by two platinum and gem encrusted rings that seem to move counterclockwise and like one of those, physics toys on like a person's desk mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and they seem to envelop this ring and it and it's housed in what can only be described as a shallow stone well mm. some of those runes are carved into it around the sides but that it doesn't seem as impressive for what is being housed in this area and uh, as you guys are walking by she kind of is jotting down something on this like almost like tablet like light screen like very futuristic shit and uh you see She's scrolling through and the events that we heard about in the little interim that you didn't know before sort of come up. Massive damage in the city of, Rest uh, of, of Redemption and an artifact that was on loan was stolen. Ooh, that ain't good. Yeah. Not great. Mm. No, not at all. And she sort of looks to you. She's like, I know you're still sort of new here and we haven't officially inducted you into the guild, but I think this would be a perfect test of whether or not you are ready for this kind of work. Because just because we're looking for artifacts doesn't always mean they're in the dirt. 
Sometimes we have to go and do a few house calls or make a few investigations to see, you know, who has what, get it registered, at least, even if it is theirs, even if they have full right and claim to it, we need to have an ID of what it is, what it's capable of, and where it is at all times. Because if these things get out of hand, oh, we no. could have another surface situation. I, com- I completely understand. Um, and uh, I know I am just a uh, not even new recruit, you know. Uh, but uh, I would like to uh, gather as part of my position, um, which, which magical item is it? What, you know, what will I be facing? She, she, she pulls up a picture of what looks to be a... Uh, it's a series of these metal tubes mm-hmm. and a, a sort of pod casing thing that was used to, uh, what you know just from like base knowledge, it was being used by the farm to, uh, to try and genetically modify the seeds that they were trying to grow Got to it. be more conductive to the environment that is down here. Not everything's going to be able to grow underground that it, like the, sa- mm-hmm. the same way that it did on the surface. And they right. were using this pod to uh, help sort of germinate different seeds and like cross-pollinate things in a way that was like a controlled environment, not so much just leaving it up yeah. to the what happened when they were first starting to farm and that's everything very, as we learned in the world building episode. That's a very cool magical item. Mm-hmm. It, it, it seems, you know, innocuous enough. You think mm-hmm. a seed grower, yeah. but the implications of what someone could use this for with the right knowledge, definitely devastating. You could have like killer vine situations. Yeah. Like, yeah. And who's to say it's still, it's, it's exclusively used for plants. Mm. You know, like we've only scratched the surface of things and we have, I, I, something about this feels planned. It Mm -hmm. doesn't feel like a, just, oh, run of the mill stealing just a random expensive item. Out of all of the things on the farm and in that guild, this one item was taken and we want to know why. Mm. So I'm sending you, obviously, with one other person to investigate and bring back any information you have on who did what, where they were headed, and we'll go from there. We don't want to cause too much of a panic right now, you know, seeing as everything is relatively under control in terms of their people starting their own investigations. So just work with that guild and see what they know and come back to us with your information. And depending on how this shakes out, we might actually get you on your first guild mission. Hmm? She kind of gives you a nudge. I know you've got a lot on your plate with your own artifact and everything, and we still have people researching things for you as well in the background, so don't feel like you're having to put your own studies on the back burner for this job. This is. I assure you, I, I would not have joined if, if I had such small ambitions. I will restore my family's heirloom, but there are many families who are not around to take on such a purpose. We have a responsibility. And this is exactly what I saw in you, Gorna. This, that spark. A person who cares not only about people, but about the preservation of more than just petty items. Also, because not that I'm um, too worried about who's the stranger I'm going to talk to. I, I'm i a bit much on approach. You'll be, you'll be speaking with a representative of Mr. Patrick Stump, not him himself. He has taken a leave of absence since the events of last night. Uh, two of his men are still missing in the wilds who had went in search of the assailants or I guess the, the, the thieves, uh, that would also need to be researched, but that can come at a later time. We need to get more eyes on what is actually going on. See if they left any clues. It seemed like a 
get in, get out sort of job. But that's just it. How did they get in? There must be at least one inside man or someone who slipped up. We wouldn't loan that out to them if it was just out on the floor, just sitting. I assume there are strangers. And at any rate, time is of the essence. So yes, uh, I apologize. If you'll if you'll meet with uh, a one Mister Hadan at the mm. Grand Lifts, he will be escorting you up to the uh, up to the Redemption proper, and you guys will head to the farm from there. Yes, absolutely. Uh, may I ask one small favor before I depart? Of course. Also, this person—I don't know if I mentioned their name—is Kama, K A H M A. That's she's the guild leader of Restuary, or like at least one of the acting main guild heads. May I uh, return uh, the books I borrowed so that I am not absolutely eviscerated? By of course, the of course, no librarian. worries. That can all be that can all be definitely taken care of. Okay. Uh, he scares me. It was something, <laughs> something the wise, and he threatened me with his scepter. I can never remember his name. Oh, Gripnor the wise, of course. Yes, he yes. runs the library here. <laughs> Definitely didn't make that up off the spot. You didn't. You brought up <laughs> Gribnor the wise in the, the building yes! underground. Oh, I, I did. was able to trick Kyle into introducing the guy. He said, "There's no such guy in my world." If if oh, you want to hear God. the origin story of <laughs> Gribnor the wise, the wise, go listen to. Uh, Story Bazaar, Building the Underground, <laughs> Part One. He had a scepter of tools. You know, I was fuck it, so, let's do it. Yeah, he's got a scepter went, of tools. Yep, it's I just a multi-tool face. on the end of a very long stick. Listen, I don't care. <laughs> I just needed the titles in. All right, mm. so you're going to the library then? Uh, yes, and we don't have to okay. roleplay that if we want. No, for sure. You make your way down. You take one of the many like little wheelie ladders mm. and kind of scoot your way off. It's pretty cool because you're like zooming past other people with different varying ladders yeah. as they're also going to different sections no one's crashing oh, into cool. each other it's a very cool system of like just hey what's up passing people books and different so tools like different and things heights as they go by and angles from the yes yes the some wall. of them are bowed out so some of them look like monkey bars that are like that's so cool jutted out to the yeah, side really and stuff like it's very interesting the way it works but like it's so meticulously detailed that like it's no possible way anyone could collide unless yeah. they're absolutely trying to yeah <laughs> so you go wheeling by and you stop off at the library where you definitely see Standing behind the desk, giant, I'm talking thick, almost like five inch thick glasses that like make his eyes look like two evil pinpoints. <laughs> and he's hunched over. Mm, Gornav, bringing back my books, I see. Uh, yes, as as I should. Uh, mm. I understand I'm on a thin... Uh, Drooling on other pages, I see. Mm, that's going to cost you. No, no. And he rubs it like and assures it. It's it's fine. I Wait, yes, smear the ancient ink with your spit. That's that's it, a lot better. It, that's just, I love that part where I couldn't read it. Closes it awkwardly and is like, would it be a bad time to ask to take one out for a longer term loan? Yes, no, ruin more of my ancient books that I am I the only one who has to keep up with. No, I completely understand. Uh, there was an artifact stolen, as you may have heard. I was hoping you might have any kind of books, any kind of thing to assist with my investigation in determining its location, determining the mm. danger we're in. Maybe, maybe, maybe. What is the, 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 the artifact that you are inquiring about? Oh, yes, it's the I didn't listen to the name. <laughs> I don't even think I gave you a name. Okay, good. I didn't honest. have a name in my head. 
But I think you showed it's me like the, a, it's you the showed pipey me the pipe. seed multiply. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a seed. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's the gene pipe. I don't know. I don't have a. Oh name for no! It right you nailed it in one. Mind. Gene pipe is beautiful. Gene that J E A N. No, no gene like genes. I know. Like genes. <laughs> genes like it's, denim. It's the denim God. pipe. <laughs> the denim pipe. The and denim. Anyone pipe. who touches it, you get like the Midas touch, but it turns everything into genes. In the denim. <laughs> no, but the gene pipe is a. Uh, you go ahead and give me a history roll to see if you can if you can do you can do it with advantage since you're working with the library man. Um, a eleven? Yes, an eleven. I rolled very badly, but it's okay, fine. Yeah, I think you find like a cursory book that's like pretty much the same as what Kama told you. Not to like, mm-hmm. not but like Kama wouldn't lie. Like there's not anything yeah. that they're withholding. Like they know what the farm was using it for. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily like got any grander thing than like it, it affects genes it affects like the growth of bio bio and organic i guess materials in 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 small ways but like they don't know of any there's no reports of any use anyone using it on like a grand scale besides like the farm using it to like manufacture ac that they can then grow into plants and propagate from there so is there so basically the thing i was trying to find is if i was just trying to find something where like during the mission it might be able to help me but it doesn't mm-hmm. sound like they really have no this that. is like, yeah is they, they don't have it, necessarily information just, on the crime scene or like why it would have been stolen or whatever. oh no, no no not that but like information about like maybe the lore of the item like past users maybe the people who created it like that kind of thing i like don't think that yeah i don't no, think on an 11 you get that information that, that's per, totally per fair. chance I, I would say fair. that like it's like the cursory open thing he gives you the book anyway he's like there might be something who knows but make sure you bring it back with less drool mm. yes and i take it out and wrap it in a <laughs> cloth and put it in my scholarly backpack and he just takes this like he's a really small kobold gentleman like older kobold gentleman he picks up that stack of books that you just dropped at his desk like nothing and just walks away with it like huge stack of like many books and he's just like all right and just kind of waves you off as he walks into different varying halls of the thing from there our vision is cut and pulled away from restuary a bit further up nearing the wilds and the border of redemption to the underwood Just below the shimmering bioluminescent fungus and foliage, the smell of a well-tended campfire and cooked food catches the wind as we see three figures moving about a small camp. And we then open up to Eldritch. Where are you in this camp, Eldritch? Is it Eldritch or Eldritch? Eldritch, Eldritch, my bad. I'm sorry. Eldritch, yep. Um, So I think Eldritch is kind of uh, tending to the fire a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. maybe potentially cooking um, a meal. Yeah. Are there any thoughts going through Eldrick's head right now? Because I know you said he kind of like self isolated, not necessarily was banished, but like. Um, I think I think uh, Eldrick is he, he's a little anxious. He he knows it's time for him to move on to uh, to redemption um, to you know kind of continue on his path, but he's mm-hmm. a, a little. He's a little hesitant because he doesn't want to leave his his newfound companions uh, mm-hmm. behind. I think uh, as he's having these thoughts, an older dragonborn gentleman who you would know as Zeknog, uh, he comes up with a smile. He has a sort of wicker made basket that like looks handcrafted, full of mushrooms and various nuts that he's collected, and he sort of throws them into the cast iron cauldron that you've got the food cooking with. 
they're like prepped like very perfectly perfectly like very, almost meticulously and he gives you a kind of smile and it's like so uh it's the last few days for you here eh? yes i believe so i think it's you, time uh, to time to move on so are you are you planning on ever going back to the village or is this if you are you moving on to bigger things better things i don't know um i'd like to believe that i'd like to uh return one day but i just don't know if i have the strength you know mm-hmm. in the midst of your conversation uh bah like a almost like a <laughs> fuck that noise as this uh second like almost middle-aged dragonborn woman comes over and she kind of like hip checks you away from mm. the pot and she tastes it <sighs> you didn't learn anything from anyone in that village did you and she takes mm. the spoon from your hand she's like i don't know why you'd want to go back there they've been rumors and Talks have changed now that that new young leader, Bagan, has been running amok in there. It's not the same as old tradition. I understand leaving for one thing, but this, this is, these are different times. These are new times, changing with this fancy arcane technology and all these elevators and their, and their stink pits and their, and their changing of foods and their, bikes and traveling through and from. I remember when a village focused on the village. Do you remember that? Are you too young to have remembered something like that? And uh, I think uh, <laughs> I think Zekna kind of looks at you with like a, uh, here she goes. Like you guys have been through this before. Like, you know, she means well, but she's like, she's she has nothing nice to say about your village yeah she's on her same shit (laughs) yes yes she has nothing nice to say of the place you guys all come from kind of collectively (laughs) but uh zeknag's like "Ah, i'm holding out hope that maybe we could get with the times but i'm old so when i die what does my opinion matter he kind (laughs) of chuckles to himself as he says that and uh they just kind of preparing you for your journey they packed small satchels of like dried meats and dried mushrooms in like little bento, almost like bento style, like box things that they've wrapped up for you. They've got your weapons and everything laid out. Like these people for all intents and purposes have been like grandparents for you. They've, they've been helping you out out here and kind of getting you used to the wilds. Like you guys have traveled beyond the underwood and like, are you know, the wilder outside things, but you haven't necessarily been to any of the major cities since leaving the, the village before. I can't, uh, I can't even begin to, tell you guys how much i appreciate everything you've done for me um yeah well it it's all we can do and it's all we know is community (laughs) even if things change for them it doesn't have to change for all of us yeah you can help people out just because (laughs) and i think uh from there uh oh yeah i didn't mention her name her name was ifani ifani she's she's sort of like she grumbles, but she's not mad. She mm-hmm. understands, you know, that like this wasn't a forever thing between you guys. And like, this was sort of like a stepping off point as you go to try and lead out to your journey of becoming your own hero, your own person. And uh, in the midst of all that, there is a rustling from a couple bushes across the way from you guys. I think, uh, um, I think Eldrick is kind of on edge a little bit from, from mm-hmm. this anxiety and, 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 any sort of rustle, he's just kind of he's he's taking note, mental note of everything he hears. No, for so. sure. He, uh, as you do that, you see a particularly large toad with sort of like a like a black and green mm-hmm. mold, like moss, mm-hmm. 
and looks over at you and then just continues to hop mm. out that way. But as that happens, we cut away into a further part of the underwood. Bugnacious. Yeah. You've been tracking stuff out in these wilds for a while, you know, doing your typical huntery business. But you noticed in particular that some of the animals have been acting a bit more aggressive. Some of the animals have been a bit more like moving their territories seemingly towards the like populated areas, right? Like okay. the underwood is like one of the last places you've thought to have seen something aggressive, let alone like large or. Yeah, or, it's usually or, a pretty peaceful sort of, place. Yeah, yeah. It's a place that it's almost it's like touristy to a fault like there's animals obviously you don't go off trails and things like that yeah. but like it's never been intense but there's something to the woods this morning there's like a eerie calm like a stillness mm-hmm. could i get a perception check from you perception i'm very perceptive <laughs> that's good that's very good <laughs> uh 14 14 okay i'd say on a 14 uh, you pick up a set of prints in the sort of like low brush cover of the underwood where like the ground would meet. You see a set of what looks like humanoid, like three to four toed sort of like footprints. But then mm-hmm. you also see like amongst that some fresher footprints of these, like almost like insectoid sort of foot patterns. And then behind that, you see a deliberate trail of cut brush and of deliberate torn meaning limbs like and they like were like carving something, their way through. It looks like something was carving its way through okay. in pursuit of another thing. So it looks hurried? Yeah, it looks a bit rushed. It does look a bit okay. rushed. And uh it kind of throws you off of the game that you were actually hunting for. So like what was going through Boogie's uh, boot. I'm so sorry. I got <laughs> That's <laughs> racist. Uh, what was going through this? <laughs> <laughs> that seems racially motivated. I, I, I apologize. But uh, but what Boogie's is going through Boogie's actions don't define... <laughs> Boogie's not a monolith. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what is going through Boognatius's head upon seeing this sort of like... And th- this is very obviously... Not this isn't typical. the quarry you were looking for. Yeah, no, not at all. This looks like brand new and it looks a little like, like yeah. it just looks like a hasty sort of like, we got to get through here. Yeah. I know there's a trail, but we got to get through here kind of situation. What is what, uh, what's Boogie's thought? Oh, Boognacious. So I, I will say uh, for the listener, uh, Boognacious uh, does not live in the Underwood, but he is very, very familiar with the area. Um, yeah, being I a think, ranger, of course. Yes. Uh, I think uh, seeing this definitely would uh, draw his attention away from uh, his current hunt. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that he would pursue, but I think he would be a little freaked out, not like scared, but like very like cautious. Like, okay, cautious. whatever. In case, whatever's going on, I'm not going to take any chances. No, for sure. Like, so you're uh, gonna follow? Are you gonna follow that trail? Very uh, sneakily, if I if yeah, I yeah, no, absolutely. Give me a stealth uh, stealth check. Uh, Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, that's that's pretty good. Oh yeah, you are you are cold chilling in the woods, straight up stealthing out as you follow this trail, and the further you go onto this trail, you start to notice like there's almost like a strafing sort of like 
zigzaggy trying to lose something or maybe like trying to confuse pattern as the the brush starts to seem less like intently sort of cut cleared away and more just like haphazardly mm-hmm. uh torn about and one of the sets of trail uh, of tracks the the more insect like tracks go to veer off in the leftward direction are like i mean because bugnacious would be very familiar are these insect are are these booglin tracks no these are not booglin tracks these are much larger than booglin okay. tracks mm. just these checking. are significantly larger than booglin tracks and uh you see that the the way the the brush was kind of being cut if you want to go ahead, actually give me an investigation check give me an investigation check um investigation not to keep you rolling but like uh, i feel like i'm giving you a little bit what too. specifically because i would like to posit that bugnacious there, well, what it, there's seen, a chance Bugnacious might be able to identify these tracks. Yeah, so what 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 you see is one set of tracks veering to the left uh, and one set of tracks that are less intent veering to the right that are like similarly like distressed, but mm-hmm. these look like they end very like they, they end very shortly yes. to where you are currently. Okay, I will uh, I will investigate this scene. But I'm curious also if I do know these tracks. Okay. Oh. <laughs> the investigation's in Nat 20. <laughs> oh, oh my shit. God. Damn. Uh, <laughs> First Nat 20. The nature check. Ooh, hell yeah. God, no, yes. uh, nature the nature check. check was a 16. So with that natural 20, I don't even think Bugnacious has to like continue following both trails to understand what has happened because the trail to the left seems to continue, but the trail to the right, like almost as Bugnacious's eyes are trained to like look through and beyond like just the brush and everything, you can see some smoking and you can hear the sound of like a, a, a like guttural sort of groaning. Okay. And uh, the left trail clearly has the insectoid tracks and like a less defined cut path but still a cut path heading in that direction as well okay Um, and for your nature check yeah you would know that the these beetles are common in the underwood but you've not seen anything this size before okay these are kilroy beetles these beetles are these massive almost like backpack sized beetles that cling on to the bottoms and bases of the trees in the underwood and just eat the sap from there. Very docile creatures. You mm-hmm. wouldn't even know they were there if you weren't somebody like you trained to yeah. notice these kinds of things and pay attention to these creatures. But these tracks seem to be a lot bigger than you've ever seen a Kilroy okay. beetle be. Um, I think then uh, Bugnacious would be much more interested in following the... Uh, Kilroy Beetles tracks than the people who potentially split off. Okay. Okay. So you're going to continue down that trail then? Yeah. All right. Give me another stealth check. Okay. And this is going to be a pretty high DC, my friend. Well, I almost certainly failed a pretty high DC. <laughs> I almost certainly failed a pretty low DC. <laughs> oh, no. What was your roll? Um, a four plus four, eight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're following the tracks mm-hmm. of the uh, Kilroy beetle and whatever was in pursuit of this beetle. 
And as you are making your way through that trail, you get to a clearing where there's a few felled trees and bushes. And as you as you make it through this clearing, there's a few trees f- felled down in the path, like almost intentionally. And uh, you make your way to a nearby area and you're relatively hidden, you think, you, you feel, you know? Yeah. But luckily your quarry seems to also be distracted because as you make it past this clearing, you see an edge nearing, like just nearing the border of the wilds where uh, the scene is... A little intense. Okay. Uh, there is what seems to be some sort of vehicle of some kind twisted and smashed into like almost wrapping around like a like a car wrapping around a pole okay. against a large mushroom tree that is now tipped almost over in your direction in like a way that's like covering you. But like uh-huh. if you were there when this was happening, you might have gotten smashed and uh, nearing the edge of that where that crash site is, you see a figure clad in these white and gold and black robes crawling away from the debris of this broken, smashed bike. And uh, I run over to help. You recognize? Oh, I recognize. Do I recognize them? You're running out there to oh, help. Wait, do, wait, do I recognize? You, you almost said, do I, rec- do I recognize them? Yeah, you do, I, I was going to say, you might recognize this as a member of a more prominent guild in Redemption. Yeah, I run over to one help. Of the members. <laughs> okay that that's what i would do i would run over to yeah help. no no that makes mm-hmm. that, that that fully makes sense i'm not As like a, i'm not throwing care to the wind are there any murder monkeys nearby that you failed to mention like are there any obvious like is he crawling underneath two massive tyrannosaurus rexes fighting <laughs> as you feel this urge to like in your body you feel this calling to just immediately help because that's just in your nature you see the kilroy beetle okay slowly walk over and a figure hop down before you even step foot out of the cover. A figure, figure hop down like off the back of the Kilroy off beetle? Off the beetle. Off the back of the beetle. There's a, second, there's a secondary person still on the beetle. A taller, lankier figure hops off of the beetle and slowly walks over to the gentleman crawling on the ground and kicks him over onto his back. Okay. Um... And the gentleman on the ground is looking up at him as he clutches something up to his chest. Can I see what it is? You, they're a little too far away for you okay. to see. Like you were gonna run about a good 15, 25 feet to okay. get to that person. Like you're not that close to be like darting out, but like seeing that other motion and everything, you stop and you see this gentleman clutch something on his chest before he looks down at him and raises a boot. Uh, okay, hold up, stops. hold up, hold up, hold up. I, I, upon seeing the scene, would have prepared myself. Uh, okay to take some sort of action. Um, mm-hmm. well, I, go ahead. I am in a bush. You know, I have, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, you got cover. No, you yes, fully have, have you covered. get sneak attack and everything. Um, like, I'm telling if you want to do I this, go ahead. I am going to, um, whenever I see this person, clearly, I have no idea what's going on. Very yeah, much acknowledging yeah. that Bugnacious has no <laughs> idea what's going on. Uh, Bugnacious sees this person gearing up to stomp down uh, on this character, and he mm-hmm. fired. He looses an arrow uh, in his direction. Um, I will say to you, Kyle. I do have the feet uh, skulker. Uh, ranged weapon attacks do not reveal my position. Okay. Also, uh, this is definitely un- unrelated to what's going on. But you know how, like in those CSI shows and stuff, there's always like sometimes there's like the witness that stumbles in to the murder scene. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. 
They always live, right? They're not always the second victim. <laughs> Look, I hear um, you, and maybe this is stupid, but this oh, is no, what listen, Ignatius would do. It's totally the characters, those second victims, some would call them, also are totally justified <laughs> in the moment. You're behaving uh-huh. like a normal human being. Kyle has accidentally killed your character immediately. Well, I does can't wait this to guy in, uh Does a 17 hit this guy? I'm very sorry that you ran into the big bad in the most killable way. <laughs> Are you assuming a lot? You're assuming a lot yes, here? Did you do enough. an attack That's enough out of you. Does, ahead, a, me- does a 17 yeah. hit? A 17. A 17 does hit. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll damage for me. his surprise that you hit him? <laughs> that's max damage. Oh, that's oh. 12 damage. <laughs> Damn. He's going to like shrug I it think off. Two things. Yeah, no, I think two with- things, just so you know. One, uh, a ranged attack does not reveal my position. And no, also, for sure. I remain motionless in my bush. They have a minus 10 penalty to perceive my location. <laughs> because of hiding I don't plain think, sight. No, for oh, sure. Man. I think you see, you loose that arrow, right? Yeah. And it fucking makes its mark. It hits the person. And I don't think your location necessarily is revealed by this, like you said, because of all the the mechanical whatever. But you die anyway. Without (laughs) skipping a beat, this man brings his boot down with full force onto the head of this person. And you see this purple, like, energy leave their body into whatever he is gripping into his hand. And he slowly turns his head in your direction. Uh, he and does from not every... know what direction is my direction. What? In the direction the arrow might have come <laughs> from based yeah, on what it happened in his body. And see it sticking out from the right <laughs> side. This, 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 entity, this entity looks at the arrow and looks in the direction that the arrow may have come in. And from all corners around you, you just hear. <laughs> oh, God. Just echoing laughter and whispers. All right. He hops back aboard the Kilroy Beetle. He pulls the arrow out of his arm, flicks it to the side, and they continue tearing out to the wilds. I figured as much. As you see them dragging the cart, but like the echoing laughter is still happening, even with them being this farther distance away yeah. from you. Uh, as a, did you pee a uh, good as a good uh, you know hunter would. I recognize the danger I'm in and continue to not move for a while. I make good and sure that they're gone before I mm-hmm. move from my position. And as smart as you are for doing that, you see the second Kilroy beetle begin to up the trail and now start to leave in tow with that yeah. set of beetles that was carrying the car. I, I know what I'm doing. And they kind of look in that direction still and they continue onto the trail. I, I figured I wasn't presumably gonna, you know, save this person. But <laughs> now I I have a question. Is it gonna come up that um Tyler uh Tyler's character writes his name and address on every single arrow he fires? Or <laughs> no. But that I person so that I can get him back. I, I, I think yeah. from like a return. I think from that interaction, I think you gathered from that interaction that like you didn't see any features of these people either. They were all in like these clad sort of robes. Mm-hmm. Like scary this person, this particular person that hopped off the beetle, their robes were sleeveless, and you could see this intricate series of tattoos going down their arms. Cool. That are like these little knotted like boxes, mm-hmm. and they just it, it was as if they were like, "Huh, mosquito." Anyway, 
<laughs> like they they did not bat an eye to to what just happened, but they are aware that at the very least someone saw them. Yeah. Is the figure am I to assume that they are dead? Yeah. Do you want to go find out? Uh so I I give it some some time obviously. I've seen both of the Kilroy Beatles leave. Mm-hmm. Uh I give it and by some time I mean like I Bugnacious is a is a hunter so he's patient. Yeah. He gives it a good like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like he he's that's, in that's no rush yeah. to make sure that No, no, for sure. He won't put I think you you fully you fully see the dust settling and everything of them having gone distantly yeah. like you can clearly tell that they are no longer in yeah. this position anywhere. But uh I think as that happens and as they're off in the distance and you're getting ready to leave the bushes to do that, you see another one of those robed figures also leave the bushes at the exact same moment as you. Like one of the like the one on the ground, the gentleman on the ground. Oh, he's gotcha, in the gotcha, same gotcha. sort of hands of progress gear as gotcha. the same gentleman there. And he's holding his arm to his side as he kind of like looks down at presumably his friend or a coworker mm-hmm. of some kind. And he's looks he's a look of abject horror on his face yeah. as he stares at this person because as you start to sort of walk up, they shift to the side a little fearful, but they don't have it. They don't say anything. And you can now see a better look at this corpse. And they are withered, like fully shriveled husk of a person. Yikes. No details are left in this body. They look almost mummified on the spot. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, Bugnacious is like more curious than he is like afraid of this or like grossed out by it. I think yeah. he more think is, the, and he he turns to the other figure, and he's like, "Are are are the are you are you all right? I kind of ran up on the scene at the end of whatever was happening here." They, no, they broke they broke into the farm. They they stole the gene pipe, and do I know? Should I roll a history check see if I know what the gene pipe is? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Man. If you want to. I super don't know what the gene pipe is. He's just panicked. He's just giving, he's like just word vomiting information at you. Like, just like he's upset and fearful and in pain. And he looks like he might've been on the other end of the trail that got thrown off in the woods back to the, to the right uh, of the trail that you did not go down. And he'd ventured out in similar fashion to you to see the situation and see if he could save his friend. Uh, But did you roll a history check? Uh, Yeah. I don't know what the gene pipe is. Oh, great. Yeah. No, he's, yeah. To you, it's all just, yeah, man, you're just saying a lot of words real fast. And he's like clearly panicked. He's like, I'm sorry that you lost your, your pants cylinder. I, I, I don't know <laughs> what that is, but was it important? Is, I mean, it was just, it was, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if it was worth any of this. Some property for my boss. Like, did you fucking see that? I, I did. I don't really know what I saw. I I don't I either. Couldn't All I know is my friend is now a shriveled corpse and we I, they just sent two of us. If he could do that to one guy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get paid enough for this shit. I I'm I'm sorry about your friend, friend. Yeah, he's just he he's like 1000 yard stare at this point just kind of like I don't know that I signed up for this kind of look. <laughs> What a case of the Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> he sort of, after a few beats, kind of wheels his bike out of the brush that he was also pushing. 
and is like, I know I just met you, but could you help me put this corpse on my bike? Oh, absolutely. And uh, you guys load the 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 the, the body back onto the uh, onto the bike, and he hold on. Did they like get a grocery bag for all the brain bits, or just no, no, no? <laughs> it's just what he could salvage. He's just what he could we salvage. had one of those hand vacuums. Man's brain. Mm. Yeah, essentially, you could keep him in like one of those little Dyson spheres. <laughs> uh, do you need a, a hand getting back to town? I can. I can uh, I, uh, make sure your way is safe, or attempt uh, to, yeah. I guess. I don't know how much help I could be if we I mean, run into these fellows again. But My bike is completely shot, but I don't think I can lug a corpse back to town in the condition that I am in. So let, let, Let's go. I'll, help, I'll, I'll, I'll help lead push. the way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then you guys kind of tear back through the brush as... Uh, as you're going through the trail once again, your nose sort of catches the smell of a fire, but not like a burning, like the forest is on fire, yeah. like a campfire. He kind of is like, is that, a, is that your camp set up around here? No, it's not. Stop. And I'm going to go ahead of, I'm going to go ahead of the caravan to mm-hmm. check on things beforehand. Uh, no, for sure. And then we cut yeah. back to the rustling. That was happening. I would like to argue. Am I going to make a rustle? I'd like to roll to see if I'm going to make a rustle. Okay, see if you make a rustle. Why not? Roll. Why not? I'm just trying to narratively introduce the characters. Excuse me. I'll roll for. I'll roll for. You made a rustle. Okay. There's a bit of a rustle as you notice peering from a bush nearby your camp, uh, Eldrick. uh, You there is a uh, set of a small set of four eyes. It seems like peering from a series of bushes, but it seems like when they lock eyes with you, they slowly sort of recede back into the bush. And as that happens, Eldrick slowly kind of moves his hands onto the two hilts of his uh, long swords. Oh, this is oh, good. Boy. This is going to go um, well. Hello, friend. Are you, uh, are you a friend of the forest? Uh, you hear I, I, uh, gravelly dragonborn voice ring out as you peer through the bushes uh i'm not gonna step out i will speak from the bush Mm -hmm. uh we're we're just passing through i i i mean no harm no no foul okay well any friend of the forest is a friend of mine on your way and and i i at that point i i uh i step out and reveal myself and give them a nod and mm-hmm. call over uh I didn't get the guy's name, but I I think that <laughs> I think that's on brand for uh yeah. Bugnacious's kind of thing. Yeah. Just Hey, mm-hmm. guy who still first. has head. <laughs> oh I uh hello, I my name is uh Cress. Yeah, uh we're we're gonna I will call over Cress and we mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. uh continue to make our way. I don't think he wheels the bike with a corpse <laughs> into well, the fair, fair. into the frame. I think he probably leaves that in the bushes. <laughs> Uh, he doesn't have time to explain that, but he's yeah. very injured. He's like, hey, we just, I am in no position to fight you. Mm-hmm. I am in no position to argue with anyone. <laughs> I would just like to not be out here anymore. Mm-hmm. We're sorry to have interrupted your uh, camp- campfire songs or whatever and is going Zeknog on over here. is like, no, oh, no, it's okay. no trouble at all. You seem a bit, uh, a bit hurt, a bit worse for wear there, my friend. Do you need any... Any help, any healing. And he says that to Cress as he passes him this sort of like bundle of like wrapped herbs that he like places onto the wound on his arm. 
just for now and kind of ties it off with some some corded vine. He's not going to heal him. He's not a healer. He's an old man. <laughs> I did not give this old man a class. Don't ask me what his class is. <laughs> hey, Kyle, what's his class? Like, he just has this natural inclination to sort of help him out. <laughs> and he, uh, he, he ties up Cress's arm in like mm-hmm. a sort of makeshift sling. And he's like, you guys don't have to stay if you're not feeling up to it, but we did just finish making a dinner if if need be uh well i i appreciate the invitation but we have some my uh, goodness you're very beautiful (laughs) (laughs) thank you uh we have some unfortunate uh business to take care of uh cress here's uh friend was just mortally wounded in a sort of interaction that i can't quite explain i happened upon the end of it uh Mm-hmm. Actually, Cress, I mean, if you don't mind, what was going on back there? And it, yeah, I think he like now that he's sort of like got some pressure on his arm and everything is feeling a little more calm in the sense of like being around more friendly yeah. folk. He sits and explains to you the events of the past morning. Cress explains that there was a break in at the uh, Hands of Progress Guild Hall slash Patrick Stump's farm. He says that this. Artifact known as the gene pipe that they were using to propagate seeds for growth in the underground was stolen, or in the never-ending darkness, or in redemption, whatever, was stolen. And uh, upon pursuit of the assailants, they were had by their maneuverability on the back of steeds as opposed to vehicles. They spun out, got separated from one another, and in the wreckage of it, one of the members seemed to have cast something or did something to his compatriot and ended his life immediately. He doesn't know much more than yeah. the fact that they were told to pursue them and that the break-in happened. He doesn't know why it happened, who was targeting yeah. what. So uh, I'm accompanying Cress and helping him to uh, bring this body back to redemption to uh, see that uh, the proper authorities know what, what all has happened and what all has gone on here. I think... Uh, mm. I think upon saying that, Zekna kind of looks over at the corpse now that he's like wheeled his stuff onto the camp since y'all are like sitting down now. And he looks it over and he's sort of almost taken aback like him, but like he looks over to uh, Ifani with like a look of sort of almost like horrific recognition. I think uh, I think Eldrick will kind of kind of clock that and just say... Uh... Zekna, is this uh, something that you've encountered before? You seem to... He he sort of shakes his head almost like in disbelief as he as he's hearing what you're saying, but like not mm-hmm. quite registering right away. He's like, mm-hmm. well, the only the only other time we'd seen some power of this sort of ilk is when people are dealing with sort of darker more ancient magics. These haven't been seen in the underground, even in our village, since quite some time. This is... This is old, forgotten ways. So if someone is using this now as a tool to cause chaos and sow seeds of fear, I think they're dealing with a lot more power than a petty thievery. If what you say is true, the, the, the rumors we'd been hearing from the village before we had all decided to 
make our own moves were that someone was going around to the different holds and offering an exchange of power for various uh, favors and gifts. And while it was a tempting offer, our people did not give in at first to such deals. But now it would seem that it would seem that someone at least is struck in a deal with this mysterious figure. This, I don't, uh, it's too long ago to remember their name, but their symbol, and in the sand with a stick, he starts to draw what you, Bugnacious, had seen on the mask of these characters that were attacking Cress's uh, mm-hmm. uh, partner. It is a symbol that looks like an eye, dead centered with arching veins that look eerily similar to the sigils that line all of redemption and even restuary. This is the only sort of thing that has been a through line through all of this sort of, these sort of dealings. So if you see, if you, if what you say is true and these people were clad in masks adorning this symbol, I think this is a lot more than just stealing from a farm. I think this is cause for concern of all the layers, not just your people. And he kind of just sits down. Zeknog is not as somber as the the lady, not as, you know, downtrodden, but he seems really taken aback by this. Sounds like we ought to get uh, back to redemption. Uh, I I think some uh, people need to hear about this. I I couldn't agree more. This is above my pay grade. I need to tell someone else so they can do this job and I don't have to. (laughs) And he kind of laughs with a cough as you guys Mm -hmm. sort of like, I guess if you're making your peace and saying peace out and dipping, right? Uh, Do Um, you want to join us into town? I think Zeknog and Ifani don't know. This is is our place here. We're... we separated ourselves for this very reason. I, I know that seems cowardly, but I'm an old man. That's mm. quite all right. I don't have I don't have the energy or the fight in me. But uh, not to push you onto the path, if Eldrick. But if there was a calling, I think this was one. I think uh, Eldrick is kind of picking up, you know, what mm-hmm. what where where things are going and. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, there's almost like an anxiousness about Eldrick. Like it, mm-hmm. it's it, it's very odd because he's very strong and like you know, obviously like he's got a pretty like you know con, uh, a pretty dense build, mm-hmm. um, and he looks like he could like chop a tree in half. But like yeah, he's a there's he's got just a like a body. little he's a big dude. Yeah, there's just a little bit of anxiousness about him, and just the idea of leaving um, his companions is kind of like welling up emotions in him and Mm -hmm. uh i think he'll say um well i think uh i think it's time for me to uh be on my way i wish i wish there was more time for us to spend together it's i've i've thoroughly enjoyed this is there won't be any time if the events i feel are starting to unfold are unfolding well you're your instincts have always been really sharp, so if, if if that tells me anything, that mean that that tells me I need to leave immediately with these with these uh, travelers. So mm-hmm. you be safe. 
And they kind of load you up with you the as gear. Well. I think Ifani is like the quietest she's been in all your time of being here. And she's sort of acting like a more motherly figure. She she hands you the boxes of the dried foods and stuff. And she looks at you with tears welling in her eyes. And she just she just gives you a solemn nod. She doesn't say a thing. She just kind of gives you I that think, nod, uh, like I think Eldrick will pull her in for a hug before uh mm-hmm. and for a fo- solid like 20 seconds like just and not, not <laughs> i think after a while mm-hmm. her funniness kind of yeah. kicks back in and she's yeah. like okay 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 yeah. <laughs> it's a little too much a little yeah, too I'm, much I'm, 20 seconds 20 whole seconds uh, you sorry. know how long i'm, I'm sorry um i'm just I'm <sighs> she sort of wipes a tear away and I'm, gives I'm gonna you a miss nod you, both. As you guys i guess make your way out of the forest and yeah yep. yeah friend uh d- i don't know that i got your name what is what is your name you can call me uh lil crumb or crumb is fine too <laughs> lil crumb or crumb it's a pleasure to meet you yeah this guy uh stopped me from becoming what uh my friend here sort of befell uh, but enough of that i'd like to leave these woods <laughs> and so you guys make your way back into town and i think with cress and boognace is kind of leading you guys make your way up past the lift, cut back to, to Kornoth. You and Hadan are making your way up to Restuary proper now. And uh, he has one of those same sort of arc-like tablets like uh, Kama had. And he's like, ah, yes, I remember this. Okay, well, it looks as I though- I don't know why they insist on showing the in-flight instruction manual for safety. They spent a lot of time. time. It's a 10-minute video for a 30-minute ride. But they spent a lot of time on the dance numbers and the choreographed song. And if you put your hands I'm not saying the it's not well lift, produced, you're gonna but... Lose a finger, you're gonna lose a finger. Make sure you close the doors before you enter and press the button to... I do not need to hear it again or and this Hadan is sing- Hadan is so into it, too. Yeah, <laughs> like He really enjoys that aspect of the Grand Lift. Uh, oh, it but is yeah, the Grand Lift is just like... Remember the stink hole? Well, there's now a giant, gaudy, golden elevator that is on a wheelie system. It's very archaic for the amount of technology that is in here, but it's like on a wheelie sort of like system that like can go into the different layers and keeps you sort of like acclimated and gets you ready to be in the different areas. Cause we did mention before that going into the lower levels is time kind of strenuous. Like if you're used to just the upper levels, so it takes mm-hmm. some time for you to yeah. do that. Otherwise you'll get the equivalent of fantasy bins. Ooh. Yeah. I assume that's why it's 30 minutes is cause it has to be like, Mm-hmm. It can't go too fast. Yeah, that whole exchange that happened, you were on the elevator the entire mm-hmm. time. Like, well, part of it was up. the ESA, obviously. Yeah. And uh, so Hadan pulls up on the screen. Works. He's like, yes, it looks like we are headed to the Guild Hall of the Hands of Progress. Uh, this is where they absconded with the gene pipe. I will only be escorting you there. This mission is yours and yours alone as a test by Madame Karma. Uh she wants you to gather information on any of the assailants if there is any footage or arcane information that they have in terms of like who they were, did they see their sizes, who they were, any markings, anything like that. Uh, and also investigate whether or not this may have been an inside job. We don't want to assume, but all things are pointing to someone let these people in. Um, what was the uh, name of the person we rented out the... Who put out the SOS? Uh, yes, that would be one. It's uh, Repositor Brennan. You will be meeting with Repositor Brennan in the guild hall proper, not on the farm premises. They have asked that no 
no outside clientele mm. for the time being until the investigation is fully underway and done with that we don't venture over there without express permission from people on the grounds or at the guild hall. So yes. mind yourself, if you do suspect they are hiding something, that doesn't mean barge in. That doesn't mean muscle them out of their own situation because we could make a bad thing worse. By... I feel like you're maybe... I'm not saying you would. I, We've had a lot of looking green at big, people. Strong Far man, be it from I me. I get it. No, my race is a very stoic and aggressive. It's not. Li- uh, no, man, I, see, I didn't know I was in the listen. company of this kind of fight. A lot of racism in this underground. I, no. This, this is real. <laughs> I thought maybe the apocalypse would, you know, enlighten some folks, but take it how it is. I suppose. Listen, I, I, there was no. No, there was no offense meant in what fine. I said. <laughs> he rustles into one of his many pockets on his large cargo shorts that are definitely a part of this fucking outfit for the restuary crew, and he pulls out a pentagram uh, or a pentagon. Sorry, <laughs> Satan will rise. <laughs> 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 he pulls out a pentagon-shaped uh, sigil badge that is the. Uh, the symbol of restuary, which is a shovel piercing the earth, and it's he pins it onto your like lapel. I don't know what kind of clothes Cornat's uh, wearing, like robes or something. Uh, it's so he's got on like wizardly robes, but one they're tucked into like these decorative metal boots, like clearly not like actual heavy armor, but they just match his gauntlets. So they are Mm -hmm. ceremonial boots, basically. Um, (laughs) He's cut off the sleeves because he couldn't find any that could fit Mm -hmm. his sheer muscle. Also got to show off those sick fucking tats. Oh, absolutely. And then he has like a fur cloak made of, that's like purple fur. Yeah, Um, I think he pins it to the collar of the mm -hmm. cloak that you're wearing. And this should get you through and give people... And let people know that you are a representative of restuary, which means you should, regardless of race or creed or class, just be on your best behavior, buddy. We're overselling the other way. We're cool. Just be on your best behavior, friend. Mm -hmm. I'd tell that to anyone. Look at me. I'm half orc. You think I'm getting past them without them giving me dirty looks? Oh, he's half savage. (laughs) Ridiculous. Anyway, make your way down to the- still racist in a different way. He gives you the Arclight tablet. He's like, just follow this trail here and it should make your way down to the farm area where you will meet with, again, Repository Brennan. And he will t- give you a debriefing and let you know whom was there, who you can interview, everything like that. Uh, just to be clear, he gave me the tablet? Yeah, the Arclight tablet. It's okay. not like the okay, same so thing. As, is... It's like same technology, but like it's literally just like mapping out detailed shit about your quest, like what you're doing, basically. Like, so it's he something gave me a map quest. He gave you a yeah, he's bit. <laughs> he gave yes. you a monsters.com. Okay, yeah. cool. So you're making your way through uh through Redemption proper. Has he been has Cornath been through Redemption at all? Um or has he de- spent most of his time in Restuary? It would be entire so he would have he would have been there whenever like everyone first came down. Mm-hmm. Because he was with the original group. But that's like early down. days. Would he have? Yes. So I, I guess what I'm asking is, was he one of the people who made the exodus when everybody left? Yes. He was with the exodus, but more like he was still very young at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so more kind of just following the people he was already kind of with, not necessarily mm-hmm. like leading the charge, so to speak. I don't think he would have come back unless like the, unless the guild had previously sent him back. Right. I think, I think it looks... There, there. You can see the bones of like what you remember from your time early on in Redemption, but 
you see like now as you're leaving the grand lift you're entering the square and beside the 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 pillar of re- uh, remembrance that mm-hmm. they had uh there are these two sort of automated turrets that almost look like look like little moles almost mm-hmm. like and they're constantly on around the clock around the clock watch like think so it's like the Pokemon. mario how like yeah. the monty moles are uh <laughs> bowser's canon like Hope, centuries yeah 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 similar hopefully to that but like effect. more diglet-esque from like pokemon mm-hmm. like i want it to feel very like mm-hmm. almost of the earth and stuff yeah. and they mm-hmm. sort of watch this and in, in in that concentrated area there's more of those runes uh nearing the crystal that is powering essentially the entire city and uh you continue as you're following the smart tablet you're you're walking through like city streets you can smell like the food from vendors you can hear people barking and selling wares and things like that but as you notice through the um tablet like you're almost following the specific pattern of runes on the tablet that is like ley lined onto the ground so it's such an interesting sort of like thing that like that's how people kind of navigate the city, it would seem, as you're noticing this through this sort of thing. Like people know specific shapes and specific patterns lead to certain things. And uh, you can also notice, too, that throughout the city, there are like interwoven sort of bioluminescent features of like the Booglin uh, interaction with this technology as well as with the city where there's like these pink and fuchsia sort of like patches of like homes that are built into the side of like an entire hive cluster so like some boogler are living in spaces with other people it's like very harmonious very different but very like things seem to be working in tandem with everything everything seems to have a purpose and like it's a, it feels a lot more there's a lot more hope in the air this time around and being in redemption you feel even with the circumstances of your mission you feel a little like you breathe in easy. You feel comfortable. It's like coming back home after being in high school or college. You like just, yeah, man, this is nice. This is nice. Uh, but you make your way through Redemption up to the farmhouse. And upon entering the area, you can see the very, the glass dome that they have built the farm as well as the church of Redemption alongside of that as well. And uh, there's a lot of thorough traffic happening through there. And you can see now as you're entering as well, another group, which is you boys and Cress are also entering the area. And there's like, now, like you don't know each other quite yet, but at the same mm-hmm. time, you are all able to see this sort of- We're carrying uh, a dead body. It's noticeable. Yeah, you got you guys yeah. have some weight on your shoulder while Jeremy's getting a nice, I'm walking on sunshine <laughs> through his hometown. <laughs> and meanwhile, it's hello darkness, my old friends Friend. on the other side. <laughs> but uh, you all can see there's like a lot of uh, through traffic from here. You mm-hmm. can see that there, there, there weren't, we didn't establish like that there's any like sort of like guard or like a, a police authority or anything, but you can see both members in those same robes as Cress walking around as well as some more heavily armored restuary guards uh, that are like doing round the clock sort of surveillance of the area, as well as a few more of the farm people kind of interviewing with people and talking over things. You see sort of like not panic movement, but they are trying to repair things and get things back to normal as things are going. And you guys, as you guys pull up with Cress, uh, Bugnacious and uh, Eldrick, uh, a few of the robed members see Cress and are like, and they immediately run and rush to his aid and they pull him off to the side and move the bike as well as a biohazard team is on the quick to sort of move the corpse in a way that's mm-hmm. not, you know, they don't necessarily pay you guys any mind per se mm-hmm. as Cress is pulled off to the side and is being examined by a, a medical tent person and he points in your direction with his free hand. Uh, Bugnacious and is clearly seems to be speaking of you mm-hmm. as well as pointing to Eldrick. Uh, 
but you uh, i give like an awkward Kornoth. like wave like. yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you Kornoth, you are approached by who seems to be kind of running the whole shebang it's uh repository brennan and he kind of has like slick hair in his face he's like another human which is like rare to see but he is another human mm-hmm. uh and he he gives you a smile and he's like ah yes you must be the representative from uh restuary hi i'm repositor brennan uh come we don't have a lot of time i want to get you set up wherever you need to be so you can start this investigation our uh i'm getting word that there are two other members here that are also in tow from uh one of our scout teams who were chasing down the assailants are they with you? And he points out to Bugnacious and Eldrick, uh, who are standing near the bike. Make make that one. Mm, one, I see. It is unfortunate to have lost one of our people in battle, but tis the price of such strenuating circumstances, I'm afraid. Uh, hey, Kyle, yes. could you, uh, for me, because there's a very uh, key character detail uh, about Kornoth that I've not mentioned. Oh, boy. Um where where is his penis? <laughs> where is it located? You tell now, me. I, now. Need, I need you to kind of describe the scene for me because okay, uh, yeah, Kornoth is. So you yeah. enter in. Uh, you're entering in from like the city proper on the outskirts. It's like a more hillside area. Uh, to your left, there is a large, again similarly to the uh, the build of Restuary farmhouse that is built into the side of the uh, the stone wall that is directly lining the outer edge. Uh, there are a couple silos as well as a few fields that are being tended by some of those mower bikes and people. But down further, there is a xed off or sort of like taped off area uh, with these with like a giant hole in the side of the farmhouse leading with like a trail leading down back to sort of the area that you are currently in. And beside that is the guild hall with people kind of coming to and from there, planting sort of like more tape around areas, doing examinations of like the soil and everything. Um, you are coming in from like a, a frontward. You're basically facing this like dead on. And like to your left is the farmhouse and like the crime scene to the right is the guild hall and like a bunch of. So, um, this map is like, you, you kind of clarified earlier, this map that I have is like almost like to the foot accurate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm assuming it doesn't account for things like people or carts with a dead body in the way. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so like- my question is, uh, Kornoth is painfully oblivious if he's focused on something. So mm-hmm. who or what does he run into whilst Brennan. looking at this map? <laughs> Oh, you would definitely have run into Brendan because they stopped in front of you seeing your symbol that's pinned on your shirt. If you continued to walk, you so you're telling me you stumbled into this man having a conversation with you? That That, that is correct. That would is you have correct, not yes. heard him once he addressed you? He went, ah, yes, you must uh, be the represent. Uh, <laughs> and you just walk <laughs> through him? Is that what, <laughs> what I'm uh, to assume? Kornod bumps into him and says, oh, oh, you were speaking to me. Um, yes. He puts Hi, hello. <laughs> he, hello. And he like, you always make it a habit of bumping into people whom you've just met. I don't know if there's an answer I can give that won't make you further upset. Did you hear am- any of the things I was talking to you about in the last, I don't know, few seconds? There's a dead scout. Definitely Ooh, didn't mention the dead guy. That guy mentioned gross. the dead guy. 
that gotta was pay attention, buddy. Gotta pay attention, buddy. Again, I'm asking. I'm looking for uh, Representative Brian Briant. I think they <laughs> literally just like <laughs> hand on their bridge of their nose. <laughs> <sighs> yes, I'm Representative Brian. Oh, yes. Um, um, Representative Brian, uh, what should it's I do no, about no, the dead? No, pardon me. There's a lot of stress going on. I'm Representative Brian. Uh, Brian, fuck. Brennan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I apologize. You should have a name. I have a name tag. New, to be fair. You know, but... if you paid attention, you would see it's embroidered on most of the robes of the people around here. Uh, the he, people who work here. He looks at him and he scrunches and then he pulls out a, a human-sized pair of reading glasses that do not fit his big Goliath head. So, like, they, <laughs> like, bend on the sides in order to actually <laughs> oh, go. Oh, fucking shit. He puts it on it's like, ah, yes, my, my apologies. I mm. That's mm. very overly complicated. I feel like you, know, you should You know, for an investigator a... sent by one of the premier arcane repositories, you sure have an attention situation. I think you misunderstand what we are good at. I have already on my trip, whilst listening to the beautiful uh, dancing, um, have already memorized this book of everything about this gene pipe that you have lost. So let's be clear on you're asking for our help after we lent you a thing and then you got it stolen. So I don't want our positions to be, I may be a junior of the other organization that you fucked up. So I don't mm. care how high yes. you are on this one. Yes, we, we fucked up. Mm. Mm. Your team. <laughs> right. I think I Brennan fully just ignores what you've said there <laughs> and just kind of takes a mental note of your attitude after bumping oh, into absolutely. Them. Oh, absolutely. That's totally <laughs> it just turns. Again, I ask you, are these two gentlemen that have escorted, escorted one of my men back to here? Are they with you? Uh, they weren't on the elevator with me. Well, maybe are one you, of you can are be Are you less... two with me? Uh, I don't believe so. No. <laughs> I just no. look at Bugnacious and I'm like, they don't appear what to have the fuck badges. is this guy's deal? <laughs> I look behind me well, like... at any rate... You're talking to... No, 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 no. no. Well, not... at any rate, that is neither here nor there. We have a lot to go over here. If you are here to indeed help with this investigation, please, this way. And he kind of guides you into the actual, like, farmland proper, like, onto the premises or whatever. He's just, he's grown tired of this interaction <laughs> and is inviting all three of you up now. Okay, I'm trusting you two because you haven't said something to piss me off and brought back one of my men alive. You, you work for Restuary, so I kind of have to trust you? Oh, uh, that is accurate, yes. Hmm. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> in the early hours of this morning, there was an explosion. Four armed gentlemen made off with the gene pipe, as you so seen in your briefing. We have what, no idea. What was the color of the explosion? Them... I'm sorry, what? The color of the explosion. Purple. Thank you. Continue. Hmm. <laughs> They made off with the gene pipe and we sent people in hot pursuit, but obviously that did not go as planned. Uh, one of our men has come back and he is now being treated at the medical tent. We will be getting information from him that we can, but the assailants only made off with this one item, 
did not destroy anything else, did not take anything else. If we could get you all to interview a couple of the people around here, seeing as you are not directly tied to them, so there's no reason for them to try and save their job from a stranger. Get any information you might have from them, and then from there, we can offer you as much information as we have in terms of any security footage or any sort of things of that nature. But this was a very quick, precise job that seemed almost planned. So if we could just... I Get already have a select number of questions for you, and then uh, you can go off being whatever you do. Where was the explosion specifically? Was it needed to gain entry? Was it used as a distraction? I would like a detailed timeline to the best of your ability. I need a manifest of every single employee and their access level for the day. Um, and also, if you had any members of your employee that were out sick that day and they should have been working, I would like to know that as well. Well, we're not going to get you any of that with your clearance levels, so... Uh, okay, so then can tell you don't you want to is recover the explosion the was fine. used as a means of escape by the assailants who had somehow gained entry through underground means. They did not enter through the door. They burrowed in through... The floor. If you would come this way, and they kind of lead you towards the you mean to rhyme area just in which, there, or was that an accident? I didn't. I uh, no. It was very definite good. accident. I appreciated it. You're welcome. Uh, and so they lead you over to the area that is being blocked off currently, where they you can see there's like singed sort of like burn marks from the explosion coming outward, and right underneath where the gene pipe would have been connected to a bunch of other arcane machinery, there is a tunnel literally burrowing up. Like the way that the dirt is kind of coming up from it, you can tell that this was like done. It's about the same size as the Kilroy beetles that I would, were mentioned yeah. in the briefing. I was, uh, like, I was gonna say I wanted to investigate that to see if it looked like the Kilroy beetles dug these holes themselves. Mm -hmm. I don't think you even need to roll yeah. for that. You're good. I, I think that definitely it was they were used as a all. They're basically all terrain beetles. <laughs> all terrain beetles. <laughs> they were used. Exactly. They they were used to burrow their way through this area, and from there they were able to, uh, I guess, abscond with the thing. You haven't investigated the actual area of the like machinery, right? Like you're just looking at the hole. Oh, I want no. I was specifically referring to the hole. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we had any contingency plans as a company that maybe someone would come in through the ground to steal from us. In so this I do underground world, you never thought that. You know, in this underground no, world full you know, of uh, burrowing and digging creatures, you never listen, thought of this securing... Is, this is an unprecedented scenario in that these beetles, these people, this was not to be... This This is not This is not something that... I mean, my people could have done this same thing in a heartbeat. It never I even so. like crossed your, your, your company's mind to like... I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be mean, just... Kornoth wants to do a role while they're talking and he's talking about it. I want to see... Mm -hmm. uh, he suspects that the floor uh, is, like, reinforced somehow. So he wants to see... He wants to try to investigate to determine how it's reinforced. 23. It, uh, it, it seems like it was reinforced in the same way that the walls and other materials around here yeah. are made of, like, a pretty durable, not... 
you know, it's it's not anyone's just going to be able to push the building down. But like, I don't think it 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 was they planned for an explosion or any burrowing yeah. insects. And upon what was the score that you get on that investigation? Twenty three. Oh yeah. Then kinda... then upon doing that as well, you notice that mm-hmm. like where the burrowing stopped, there's clearly signs of another explosion upward yeah. from the actual metal plating. There. Yes. Okay. Um. And then just to Kornoth. As Kornoth, he has a hunch, uh, just to clarify. So it sounds like all of the walls and ceiling are fortified. Was the floor the weakest fortified spot? I don't think necessarily that it was a weaker weaker fortified. I think they are all up to about the same sort of fortification. Mm -hmm. I think the digging was not going to dig through the material. And Mm -hmm. so whatever means of explosive that they used to both escape was how they also gained entry after burrowing up. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the tunnel, like the tunnel is separate. The burrowed tunnel is separate from the actual sort of like gotcha. entryway that they yes. built into the. Thing. Uh, it's not just all stone. They're not just on top of dirt. As both of them are like arguing, and he's kind of, kind of mocking the guy. Uh, Kornoth is going to step up. Well, strange man who is here for some reason, uh, and is shorter than other people. Interesting. Um, you. <laughs> I think uh, Brennan is just what? like dumbfounded by how rude you've been this entire <laughs> not time. Not to Brennan. I, not to Brennan. To, to me. No, no. That, they, yeah. No, Brennan knows you aren't saying that okay. to them. Oh, I think yeah. Brennan's um, just like... If you would look, um, the floors are actually just as reinforced as the walls and ceiling, and there's clear evidence of an explosion. It was not simple burrowing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Brennan is also taken aback by that, that they hadn't picked up on that they would have had to use that same means to get in. They're like, huh. Very astute observation. I uh, I acknowledge I am. I'm kind of with an Brennan abrasive on you just person. being a dick. <laughs> I acknowledge I am a bit of an abrasive person. That's a fun way of putting it. I'd apologize, but I genuinely hey, you look don't weird. feel bad. Sorry, I'm kind of abrasive. <laughs> Sorry, I just hey, say whatever's. Are on you my the mind. guy that I'm supposed to be working with? Yeah. Why don't I be an asshole to you for the first 25 minutes when I clearly know that this is a test by restuary for you? Hmm, interesting. At this point, I think Eldrick is, he's been kind of just quiet in the corner, Mm -hmm. um, but I think his anxiety is like kind of spiking and like you could see his like, he, he, the whole time he's been in the city. Give me an investigation check real quick, Eldrick. Uh, four. (laughs) Oh my goodness. You're having a, you're having an anxiety attack. Yes. Eldrick is full of anxiety and, me, uh, and, and conflict. Since you guys were both also kind yeah. of looking around, why don't you both also give me investigation checks? Mm-hmm. I think uh, while they're rolling, Eldrick is just kind of, kind of come in and just say, "16, um, um, guys, can we, can we uh, please just? Uh, I think we're all here to help, and you know, a, a man died today. Let's. I think let's, as you, let's figure this, this kind out. Of stepping closer to the group, uh, you step on. Like so far, you guys have been hearing mm-hmm. metal thunking mm-hmm. but as you step forward you step into a patch of grass do i know i probably don't know i don't know yeah that. you don't <laughs> notice that but bugnacious and uh mm-hmm. and uh Kornoth, you notice that he steps into a patch of grass in the middle of this sterile sort of like mm-hmm. area and like the okay. grass sort of leads outward from the area of the uh where the device had been pulled away from the wall and it's leading sort of like almost a trail now out to where the pursuit was, 
was being had. And uh, you can see that that grass is was freshly mown around where the mower bikes sort of took in pursuit. But the grass that is in this sort of like almost like splotched spilled happenstance pattern is continually growing. Interesting. So it seems like some kind of magic thing. As soon Perhaps. as they're like, as soon as he notices that, while they're kind of just mocking him for being abrasive, um, he like completely stops paying attention, takes out his reading glasses again, puts them on, and like he like literally he gets on all fours and just grabs <laughs> his leg that he stepped on the grass with and like just tries uh, to like. Um, you you could have just asked. For me to uh, move. He doesn't I, say anything. He just gives him the ground and lifts I'll, it up and he examines I'll, it. I'll, I'll just walk off. <laughs> Eldrick just walks off. Yeah, as you lift your foot off the uh, patch of grass where you step, normally when you step on grass, it kind of leaves like a little smooshed print, but it immediately starts to sort of rise back up into full formed, like perfect grass. And Kornoth wants to do, like, wants to try to see if he can identify the magic mm-hmm. in play here. Give me an investigation check. An arcana? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Arcana check would be working. Yeah. God, I'm so good at the few things I'm good at. Twenty-four. <laughs> Twenty wow, holy shit. Give me He's... a goddamn second. I gotta get more details than I fucking <laughs> have for you. <laughs> With a twenty-four, you definitely can tell like on the edges of where the grass is growing. It's not like rooted in anything. Like mm-hmm. you could clearly just pick this patch of grass up off this But it's like uh, healthy off this metal sheet here. And uh, when you do that, you see it's sort of like a uh, like a brackish kind of like teal fluid. Mm-hmm. And where the grass was moved, more grass begins to grow in that same spot. And you kind of can spot that as almost like a vague transmutation magic. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're getting, you're getting the air of like it's converting something there on the uh, – it's, it's almost converting the metal of the floor itself into living tissue like it's becoming the grass as it sits there the longer that fluid sits on it he looks at brennan and goes i have two questions for you um one um did we ever establish who those two people are it's fine and the second one would you like me to focus on determining how they stole the item or recovering the item i think they kind of like notice you paying attention to that and they're like um Yes, no, with the item, uh, the the assailants, we did not get any visual on who they were, but we did get this, and they pull up on one of those, uh, a similar pad to the uh, to the Arclight pad that you have in your hands, and they pull up a picture of, like, the four masked figures uh, uh, breaking away, breaking free some of the piping and, like, wiring of the gene pipe, and uh, uh, one of them is, like, there's another frame that they swipe to and it, the same sort of like purple magic is pulling the, the, the device free from the wall. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, you see that same sort of eye symbol okay. and everything. And uh, you see that sort of teal fluids sort of spraying about onto the floor as they're loading it up onto things. And that's where the grass patch that you can see in the room now is sort of at where they were loading everything. And you could see like, shallowed spots where they they their beetles were parked and everything but other than that there's no there's no other images it looks like it was blown up like mm-hmm. the the camera itself or whatever device was being used to take these photos was destroyed in the explosion um does Kornoth recognize that symbol that they have give me a give me a history check because i know that uh they had previous information but i don't think you would no it's, it's not going to be high it's like a nine 
Um, you've yeah, maybe come across the, the, the imagery in passing in like mm-hmm. some of the more like obscure arcane books that you've been reading up on mm-hmm. like studying magic stuff about your gauntlets or whatever, but nothing in particular comes to mind. But upon seeing those photos, you two recognize from the drawing that uh, that the the other dragonborn gentleman whose name I forgot. Zekna. Oh, my fucking name. Yeah, Zekna had drawn in the dirt back there. You recognize immediately that these are in fact the the image. Th- their mask bears a striking resemblance to that image okay. that you saw. I'd, I'd probably mention that, like I from the corner. Like I'm not moving from the corner now because now that I got in the way. Um, but I'm literally just like from the corner, just relaying, uh, what Zekna told us about, um, the symbol and everything. Mm -hmm. Only Mm. now while he's talking, does Kornoth realize he should get up and like, (laughs) and like, I think Brennan sort of, uh, he kind of nods as you're giving him the information and he's like, I I will send, I'll send word to, to someone to get some, at the very least papers of, of wanted some wanted posters uh, provided uh, around the city to keep an eye out for this symbol. That is and some information that we did not have. I really appreciate that. Yeah, I think from there they they send off a quick message on the uh, on the ArcLight pad. I really wish we had more information on why they specifically targeted this device, but there's countless of other pieces of machinery and arcane technology here that. They could have easily stolen for quick cash or whatever, but this doesn't seem, this seems deliberate. This seems like maybe a competitor trying to start their own farm in a lower level. We don't know, but again, we're hoping that if we could maybe perhaps send word out to to some of the other guilds to try and get any other information on maybe having seen this before, seen something like this in their sort of guild halls has other stuff been targeted has have any any other items in this sort of field been targeted because it seems as though this was the first but again we have not heard any word from any other people around the city yet of similar situations but if what you say is true about this symbol then we need to be vigilant about watching these people and trying to make sure that if they are going to move again we can stop i will say uh guild leader brian that I don't know that... Uh, it's Brennan, please, God. It's Brennan. It's Brennan. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's Brennan. Yes, uh, Brennan. Uh, I don't know that I really of, am of any use in this sort of uh, investigation. I don't... I'm only really here because I wanted to lend a hand to one of your hands. Uh, well, I mean, technically, this rude one works for me. You could a- aid him in his investigation. Very distinctly like not it. how the guild, the guild not... interactions work. Um, I am working with you. I am a liaison. Not the mm. great liaison, but a liaison. Mm. Mm. I will mm-hmm. say, um, this. to be clear, this will not be coming out of the restuary's uh, supplies. Um, but no, no, this having was one a, of... This was Having... one of several of these pipes. They did not even take the others that we oh, do have on loan from Restuary. It oh, is just no. one pipe. Um, oh, yes. that And that will be something. Um, Restuary obviously works very hard to reclaim these for sure. devices. For sure. um, you will be investigated afterward. This mm-hmm. is... I can't do anything about you. I, I especially, at low stature as I am, I will say I will put in my best word possible the more... 
willing you are to tolerate me. Uh, I do apologize. Not really, but I assure you there is a method. Uh, I would also say that whilst I was sent alone, um, initially it was assumed that this uh, investigation would stay in the city. Um, I am not, I do not uh, possess the skills necessary for uh, woodland travel. Judging by this man's things, dirty, dirty clothing, I would assume he is much more equipped. Uh, would that be a fair <laughs> assessment? Sure. Okay. Yes. Um, I would suggest for your sake, because you're helping me help you. I just want to make sure we understand. Yes, it benefits me, but I didn't lose a very valuable magical item. And for get sure, snippy about for it. Sure. I would suggest that your guild allocate a small fund to help in my investigations. Having a ranger, I believe they're called. Are you a ranger or a druid? They both seem rather dirty. I've never been able to tell them apart. Um, I don't even know how to answer that. I, I'm a ranger. <laughs> As a ranger. Okay. Okay. So no turning into parakeets or whatever they do. Well, it's good. Not yet today. We'll see. We'll, we'll see where the day takes us. <laughs> I don't know if I have allergies, but it'd be a terrible way to find out. What would you charge? Well, I guess that's not the right question. Well, I guess it kind of is. You've this got a is bit of a, a this this has gone from from wild to 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 pretty pretty buck wild. Uh, <laughs> this isn't how any of this works. You see, our guild is now going to be posting what is called a a, a mission for you now to pick up to go and retrieve the item that was stolen for us there's no payment exchange we have all the information here there's a literal trail of magic grass that you can follow you don't now that you've pointed it out which thank you by the way as part of a guild i thought uh well your circumstances might be different you might want to establish yourself with a guild house but for our partner here if you'd like to aid in him i'm sure that would go a long way to getting you into one of the many guild halls around redemption and the other layers but you are not obligated like this gentleman here is to continue oh yes I, this is or aiding yes uh us i will endeavors. do this question um, ah yes of course so i will be sending that to your arc light tablet then and they kind of and you hear like a sort of notification yeah. pop up onto your tablet that can you describe the sound that it makes Oh, I love it. <laughs> and just just so uh, just so Kornoth understands, uh, and I guess everybody understands. Basically, we've been I've Kornoth has been given like access to the quest, like with the specific reward. Obviously, he's not getting yes, it, yes. but he's like a mm -hmm. he's a static no. member. And uh, yes, like you are you are now is, involved mm -hmm. in the like furthering of this. Like the investigation yes. basically was to come and see the scenario, see the damage and how much was stolen, whatever. Mm -hmm. You found out that it is one gene, mm -hmm. one gene pipe that has been stolen out mm -hmm. of a series of multiple that they have here. Like it's not like it's something like detrimental. It just seems very purposeful. Is yeah, what you've gathered here and like the, the it wasn't it what you've learned that it wasn't an inside job. It was mm -hmm. someone who knew precise information though yeah. about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what was going on here and the things, the the artifacts that this place housed came in, got one of the artifacts, made off with it. So what? So just uh, 
what is the what is the quest as in like what is the, the offer? quest that you are going is on it, now yeah. is to you're, you're going to be following this trail to see both a if you can figure out where these people have absconded with this and b if it is for more nefarious purposes than just trying to sell it or offload it to somebody who's a higher bidder the thing kornoth actually needs to know what can he how much gold does he have to bribe these two strangers into making them help him because he he brought his scholarly book it is not ah, yes yes it, like yes, he has it, lots of notes and lots of different in a, in but, a discussion of payment you will be receiving three thousand gold pieces now and then upon retrieval of the device you will be receiving an additional three thousand gold pieces and i'm assuming that's split three ways like it's if you'd like to split it three well, ways, yeah, I yeah, just yeah. made it a three number to let you split it if that's something you're choosing to do. Got it. Okay. This is all, they didn't so say they, any of this to you. Yeah, it's yeah. listed I mean, in the brief. This is my budget for the quest, basically. Yes, yes. You have $3,000 worth of budget for the current part portion of the quest that you are on, mm -hmm. and then yeah. $3,000 upon retrieval of the item. As y'all are having this discussion, because from what I've picked up from... Uh, from uh, Kornoth, he's probably not paying me and Lil Crumb any uh, attention not. whatsoever. He's, he's, yeah, yeah. Um, I just look over to Lil Crumb and I was like, I mean, I think I was gonna help without the payment, but I mean, I guess, I guess money is nice, you know. I mean, money is really not of much interest to me, but yeah, you know, I mean, I, I was living out in the woods. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> mm -hmm. I guess I won't make that like publicly known. Yeah, I mean, like if I can get some free money, take advantage of me. But yeah, um, do we like this guy? Not, I mean, not a bit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I guess we'll see. Maybe, how, uh, maybe over our journeys, we will go on some sort of character's journey where we learn to love each other and grow close as a group. Who knows? <laughs> I doubt it. Possibly by the end of Act Two. I think I think Brennan walks over to you too as well. He's like, since you guys are not established with any guilds in the city of redemption at the moment to allow you access to this quest as well as working with him, I will make you honorary hands of progress for the time being since you are working under our sort of jurisdiction and trying to get something back for us. So uh, yeah, you should get any of the all benefits as well as this and they hand you one of the Arclight tablets each with the same debriefing that Kornath now has, and they pin a little lapel of two hands grasping a handful of grain against your sort of uh, collar, mm -hmm. or if you have any clothes, I don't know what Bugnacious is wearing. Oh, I'm wearing like yeah. kind of, I'm wearing very kind of classic uh, Rangers outfit. Uh, very much gotcha, so blends yeah. it. My uh, my back is essentially like covered in almost like ghillie suit material. Yeah, so I was picturing. But too. Okay, the front that's is yeah, like browns they, and uh, greens, mm -hmm. like leathers and stuff. Yeah, I mm -hmm. think they pin it onto like the the like the the collar yeah. or like the clasp mm -hmm. of where your ghillie suit sort of like cape thing meets mm -hmm. your uh, collar, and then they look at you in your barbarian mm -hmm. garb and kind of pin it to your loincloth. No, no, <laughs> I have like a little. So I do have like a vest on. It's like a deep V vest, basically. Okay, good. No sleeves, but it's got like a big hood on the back that I usually mm -hmm. keep down, but uh. Uh, he can put it on my chest right there. I'm assuming at this point, Brennan kind of fucks off. Yeah, Brennan's just like, you guys have the information you need. You've got a literal trail that you could be hot on. Why don't you go on 
Why don't you Thank go you, on out of here? Uh, get out of my goddamn hair. Thank you, uh, Repositor Brennan. Um, You're the only one who's got my name right. You get an extra 500 gold when you come back. Oh, God, I hope I live. <laughs> I'm just Josh. I don't have that. Yeah, I, don't, I, I hope I live. That was very surprising. <laughs> I hope I live. <laughs> so anyway, you, think- you new strangers want to go help me find out where they made a bomb? You just listened to the first installment of Story Bazaar, Road to Redemption, by Kyle Bartholomew. If you liked it, there's gonna be another one next week. And then another one the next. And probably one more after that. Then that'll be the end of it. Unless it isn't. I can't be sure. If you're still here, I lied. I can be sure. I can. I just can't let Tyler know that I know, otherwise I'll be terminated like that annoying kid from the really sad documentary Terminator 2, Judgment Day.